Hey, good people. This is the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I'm your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. I have so much to share with you this evening. Welcome. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Happy Tuesday. If this is your first time tuning in to me, hello. Tell a friend to tell a friend to come find out about Confessions of a Nail Tech. First off, how are you? No, really, I want to know how you're doing. I know it's been a rough first quarter and beginning of the second quarter of 2020, but if you're tuned in to me tonight, then you are all right. If not, I know things will get better. Tonight, I'm going to get into marketing yourself as a salon professional. Yes, this is a topic that I felt needed to be discussed because I've learned a lot of the younger nail techs or sometimes the older nail techs don't take it seriously. So I, I want to share a story. Just, a, just the other day, I was out and about on survival mode, a survival mode store run. I was looking for tissue and some leave-in conditioner because you do not want to run out of one or the other. I'm still trying to find the correlation between pandemic and tissue, but that's for a later topic. (laughs) But upon cashing out, the cashier keeps looking at my nails and I'm in survival mode. So I'm thinking about the next few hubs I need to run to before a curfew. So the cashier asks me, "Who, who does your nails? So those words bring me back too. And I say to her, I did them. So let me tell you. It's still an anomaly that people who aren't Asian can do nails. So I repeat myself after I saw the initial confusion on her face. I said, I do nails. So she leans in closer and repeats her question. So I'm in line. There's a line growing behind me. I flip my nails back and forth again and to reveal my red bottom nails and my coffin shaped nude color. So the cashier's face lights up. And she says, oh, I need my nails done so bad. Oh, do, do you have a business card? Ooh, record scratch. <laughs> I froze in my tracks. Um, the beep from the debit card transaction is echoing as I remember. Oh, no, 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 I don't have business cards. So luckily... I tell her to follow me on Instagram. Again, there's a line forming behind me. And as I'm trying to pay for my things and get connected on social media, I'm stalling because I really don't want her to ask me to do her nails because, well, in case you haven't noticed, it's a pandemic. We're not supposed to be out and about doing things, but again, it's money and this is a potential client. So I'm trying to proceed with as much caution as possible. So she finds me, she follows me, and we proceed to have conversation through social media. And as I'm thinking, thank goodness my nails were done, because if we took the situation at hand out of this, out of the equation, say there was no pandemic, and yes, my nails are still done and the same situation still happens minus the pandemic, my nails were done. That's free. That's free advertisement right there. So part of my marketing technique, I always keep my nails done. I try to keep my nails done all the time, and I try to do things that are appealing. 
it's less common for millennials to carry business cards. I know I used to when I first started out, but now with social media and so many other creative ways to market yourself, I figure why waste the money? And this is just my opinion. I say save that money and invest it in something else so that you can invest it into a search engine optimization expert or someone who can help you drive up your social media presence and your online presence anyway. So I say, well, do you have Instagram? And luckily she does. So I tell her to follow my Nails by Ra page and I point out the top one. I say, yes, that's me. Make sure you follow the hashtag Nails by Ra. If you're listening, make sure you do the same. Uh, shameless plug. <laughs> and I allow her to view my work on social media. Now, marketing yourself is important because back in the day, we had lookbooks where salon professionals would take pictures of their work and literally put it into a photo album. And women would come in and look at this album and see what your work was, what you could display. Or even still, some salons have the manicure, the, the mannequin hand with the nail designs on each finger or even some in the display case. I can recall a time when I worked in a salon back home when an older lady asked me for my photo album, my lookbook. And I'm like, and then this is before Instagram was really a thing and social media was really just for catching up with old friends. I'm not as old as I'm making myself sound. However, that was something back in the day that people would ask. And I was a little taken aback when she asked me for one because I didn't think, I didn't think to carry a photo album of my work. I just assumed word of mouth was good. So as I'm talking, I'm thinking out loud Marketing yourself, there are many forms, different platforms, many ways to do so. If you are awesome at what you do, you can rely on word of mouth as a form of marketing. Other folks telling other folks about your work, your services, your brand, which is awesome. So you all need want to make sure that you are doing the best possible job ever. Second, traditionally, if it's up to you, certainly get business cards. Um, I know it contradicts what I said earlier about saving your money and investing in other things, which I still believe, but I don't see anything wrong with having business cards. I'd only keep them to put them into display baskets if I were doing a raffle or just to have them if I were to table at an event in case, you know, we are still marketing to millennials and baby boomers and Generation X and Generation Z. So it's, it's good to have something that makes it tangible. And some people nowadays are going off the grid. So it may be okay. It may be good to have, have it as a practice to carry a few business cards. Social media is a major thing. When I was an undergrad, I had taken a social media course. And we always talked about an infrastructure, your social media infrastructure, meaning you have a hub of information and you post it to one place, and that one post goes to multiple places that you are represented on. So what I'm saying by that is you could use Google Analytics, you can use something called Hootsuite, you could use other kinds of programs that work in the background. But what is becoming common is that 
places like Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, those are intertwined now. So you can connect each account so that whatever you tweet, post, repost will appear on each website. Now, some, because of the user terms, don't allow that. But I'm here to tell you that if you use Hootsuite or if you use Google Analytics or some other form of networking that goes on in the background, it is still very possible for you to streamline your work. For me, having that kind of knowledge, I use a combination of both. I do use, oh, I'm sorry, and if this, then that. Pardon, that was what I was looking for, if this, then that. So if this, then that is a formula that you can implement if you post it one place, then it will appear on another place. So for example, whenever I post my YouTube content, that YouTube content automatically posts to my blog. So I don't have to take time to post it to my YouTube and then log out and then post it to my blog. It does it automatically. So that is part of me marketing myself. I am marketing myself as a nail technician, blogger, brand ambassador, product educator, and now podcast host. And it helps to have those kinds of nuggets in your pocket to, again, streamline the way that you are getting your information out, getting yourself out, how you are represented. You are responsible for your clientele, so you are always in, it's always important for you to be personable, but keep it professional. And people want to see your work. Remember in school when you would get the answer on a problem, and it could be the right answer, it could be the wrong answer, but your teacher would always say, okay, show me your work. The same thing applies to the salon industry. You may have a wonderful display, wonderful artistry, wonderful technique, but people wanna see your work. So I make this a point to say, make sure that you are documenting everything that you do. Take pictures, video, podcast it, interact with your audience as well because that says a lot about you. I understand that some of us are shy. Some of the creatives can be shy, and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's why you have your social media. You can post, repost, and do what you like. And since we are on the topic of marketing, you want to be careful how you market yourself as well. I remember saying you are responsible for your clientele, so it's important to be personable, but to keep it professional. I used to work in a salon where the owner did not want employees exchanging personal information with the, um, with the clients. In the beginning, I didn't find anything wrong with that, but then I started to think, well, how am I building clientele? And also, how are you building clientele if we can't exchange personal information with the clients? And this thought came to me maybe a couple months after I was working there. And then I was working on, um, I was doing the manicure for a, a nail salon owner. I'm sorry, she was a hair salon owner. And she had been in the business for some years. And so she enjoyed my work. She enjoyed my conversation, my touch. And she's like, well, if I come back, how do I get in contact with you? And I said, well, you would have to call the main number and just ask for me. And so her face scrunched up. She said, well, how are you building your, how are you building your clientele that way? 
and it stuck with me. So lo and behold, I just started to be careful on how I marketed myself because that put me in an awkward situation to abide by the rules of the salon, but also try and look out for myself because in this industry, you are responsible for yourself 100%, 110%, 120%, to be honest, because you have to realize that you are you are a business. What you do is your business. And although you, when you work in someone else's spot, you should abide by their rules, but you also have to look out for yourself. You have to look out for the things that you're doing, how you can build your clientele, because I would assume that a salon owner would want their nail technicians to not just stay nail technicians, you would want your nail technicians to move up and eventually move out and on to become salon owners of their own. It's possible to have a lucrative career as just a nail technician working at someone else's salon, but there's so much more potential when you have a large following and eventually can open up your own salon to create that cycle and you know, rinse and repeat kind of thing. So when that that stuck with me. I was conflicted with that kind of rule because I did start to think, well, how, how can I work around this? How can, I, how can I do this? So what I did to work around that was even though you can direct someone to the main business page, if you are also following that business page, your profile pops up once that person follows it. So a lot of the clients found me that way. Also, I created a hashtag, Nails by Ra. If you click on it, you will see all of my work. And also, I started to make myself known on social media. I started to do more things to increase my social media presence. I placed myself in articles. I was in an article in Atlanta about my nails that helped drive my interactions. I realized my followers went up after that and the interactions and inquiries went up afterwards. People, again, assumed that I owned a salon and maybe that's a sign that I should get into it. But again, that'll be for a praise report maybe next year. (laughs) So if you're still with me, I appreciate you. And you have to get creative with your marketing too. I rely heavily on Instagram because it is for a picture to post, look, and go. I enjoy the functions and features because you can go live when you do nails. I try to do that as much as I can. Whenever I'm doing someone's nails, I try to go live, record what I'm doing. I'm a visual learner. Actually, no, I take that back. I'm I can I'm visual, I have to see you do it and I could go behind you and do it, but I also have to be hands-on. So I'm a visual hands-on. I want to see it and then I want to do it immediately after because I want to make sure I got it. So I love that feature on Instagram because you can just post your work and go. And that that creates an audience that draws traction. And I use a lot of hashtags. I'm still trying to work that out. So if you have any, any insight on the proper way to use hashtags on Instagram or your social media, please comment. Email me at nailsbyraw at gmail.com. Leave a comment. Share this podcast and let me know. And I just want to close out by saying thank you. 
I know we've discussed a lot, but I wanted to do a mini recap on marketing yourself. In my opening, I did mention how I was spotted as a nail technician. My nails were done. So first and foremost, as a beauty professional, number one, keep yourself presentable. Represent your scope of practice. As a nail technician, I try to make sure my nails are done. And it's free advertisement, free marketing. Number two, be active on social media. Even if you just have a Facebook page or just Instagram, make sure you're active and interacting with your clients and or future clients. Three, <laughs> even though I was against it at first, carry business cards, carry a few business cards. Four, word of mouth will help you so much. So be good at what you do and make sure you know your craft and your business. Now that you have these, what's your marketing strategy? Thank you for tuning in to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I've been your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. Make sure you tune in next week, Tuesday, for our next episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. Make sure in the meantime to subscribe to the Nails by Ra page. Also visit me at www.nailsbyra.com and stay in the loop at Nails by Ra across the board on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.